This is Waiting for Review, a show about iOS development and the Apple ecosystem. From the UK, I'm Dave Knott, and joining me from New Zealand is Dave Wood. You see that Netflix have been asked to cut their quality. Yes, yeah, the EU asked them um, to do so, and I think as a result of which they did for the UK as well. Um, But I'd be surprised if they've not done that for almost everywhere. I can't say I've noticed any real difference, though. So, but we're we're on an HD telly, so maybe I would have done if we were on a 4K. Yeah, so we're on 1080p, and I was watching. Do you ever watch Ozark? I did. Um, I stopped watching it actually. There's a new season of it out, and I was watching that, and it's obviously set around lakes, isn't it? Yeah. And I noticed it quite a bit in the water, like where the blues would start grouping. I can imagine stuff like um, anything like The Walking Dead, where it's quite dark as well. Oh, yeah. Um, same sort of deal. I think my taste has gotten a lot darker recently. Yeah. Um, like this Ozark season three, blimey, it's, um, yeah, they've really hit their stride when it comes to the darkness. <laughs> really enjoying Better Call Saul at the moment. Oh, I love that show. So good. It's so, what's the word? It just moves at like a glacial pace. And it's so <laughs> yeah. content, the show is so contented with it being that way. Yeah. It's almost like you could skip a whole season and you wouldn't actually miss much. I, I kind of feel like it's, um, for me, it's like enjoying a sort of single malt. Like, you know, you sip it yeah, and you just sort of enjoy it. And it's like, yeah, this is this is good. I don't know how long they can keep it going for. I watched um episode before last for me and realised that I'd spent like, you know, five minutes watching him rebuilding a, a, a window. <laughs> it- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just sat there and was like, basically just watched him rebuild a window, and it's been enjoyable TV. Okay, yeah, it just it just kind of like a whole episode. Sometimes it will come up with the credits at the end, you know, like directed by whoever, and I'm like, what actually just happened? Yeah, <laughs> like, I could have just maybe like not watched it, and and like the plot really wouldn't have been that far behind they could have caught me up within like two minutes of the next show if they just moved quickly for two minutes um yeah but yeah it's just this like really i don't know i think there's a confidence about it the way it moves so slowly and it's just so self-assured and i guess after a run like breaking bad and then you go into this it's kind of like yeah you probably are quite self-assured creatively going into that project i would imagine yeah it's uh yeah i love it i can't get enough it could go for another five seasons as far as i'm concerned Uh, i'd be happy but i'll tell you what i hope they've got it to some sort of reasonable conclusion at the end of this season because it's going to get delayed and disrupted well this is the thing isn't it because at the minute it feels like there's loads of good tv i'm thinking like what we've got we've got the mandalorian we've got that picard thing to watch uh we've got ozark medical soul loads of stuff and there's this like tiger thing that everyone's talking about um oh that is actually I, i enjoyed that okay we're thinking about maybe watching it but yeah. I was thinking, like, we're spoilt for choice at the minute. But then, with all the sets shutting down, in like a year, are we going to be sat there thinking all like, well, where's where's this year's Better Call Saul? Or where's this year's X, Y, or Z? And then it's like, well... Going to be down to reruns. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's going to be late. Or, or cancelled, or... I, I don't know. It's, yeah. Yeah, and then... Yeah, it's, it's, it's just going to have a knock-on effect into all of it, and... Yeah, I mean, like for storylines and things that you've been been following, it could be um, completely disrupted, depending on what's what. So, how are you? How are you watching the, everything that you're watching? Are you using an Apple TV? Yep. Yeah, Apple TV. Um, gone are the days of Cody. 
Um, yeah. I, it's weird when I think about back on that because I had like a whole business structured around Cody essentially. Like I made an iPhone Cody remote, set up a limited company around it. And about two months into the company, I got an Apple TV and I just stopped using Cody. That probably should have been a sign, really, that <laughs> yeah. things were changing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm using the Apple TV. My TV is essentially like a PC monitor. It's not smart, thankfully. I bought it just before yep. everything became smart and it just always turns on to HDMI 1 by default. And therefore, the yep. Apple TV loads up and that's all it does. I don't even have an aerial plugged into it. So yeah, we've got Amazon at the minute. We've got Netflix. We've got... Um, I've just signed up for Disney Plus, actually. Yep. Um, which is nice, but I can't see it's keeping it. Right, so you're probably going to watch the main shows you want to see and then put it down for a bit. Well, I, I got it because I kind of got caught up in the moment when it was launching a uh, week before last or whenever it was. I got the seven-day trial knowing full well that I'd probably let it run for a month or two with like lockdown because I figure that having a bit extra to watch can't be a bad thing and like you got Disney and Pixar and that's that could be like the saving grace when it comes to kids getting like cabin fevery and stuff like that you know yeah um besides watching cars for the eighth time um I'm not really watching a lot of it really the plan is to watch the Mandalorian um, yep. but once I've watched that I don't really know what there is on there that I want to watch so it might, we might not have it for that long um, I feel pretty similar actually about about Disney Plus um, but then my kids have got a laundry list of different bits and bobs that used to be on Netflix and are now on Disney um, yeah. and they're just like oh we can watch Phineas and Ferb again and this that and the other and I'm like okay that's that's cool don't get too comfortable though <laughs> no no not at all um and i think we talked a while ago uh, quite a while ago now that i was thinking about uh, getting rid of netflix which hasn't happened because they, they sort of seem to manage to keep uh bumping out new shows and things and we we find something but yeah any other service sort of seems to be a little bit on thin ice actually uh so we we had um amazon prime for a free trial just to watch good omens it was okay like the 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 general catalogue of stuff but it wasn't really presented in a way that i was happy with i wasn't very keen on the amazon um video app at all no i don't think you're alone in that at all that's an interesting one um because i i, I guess I, I with the um with both with all of the apps actually netflix included none of them really integrate exactly how i'd like them to be honest um netflix does its whole sort of um, video preview stuff as you click around everything and that irritates me a lot does and, it? Um, yeah I don't like it am I the only person that likes it? it seems like everyone on the internet complains about <laughs> the auto trailers and I love it I find it so no, convenient it's, it's, it's really irritating um, for me uh, if we browse for a film as a family my youngest is, is reasonably sensitive in terms of like um, anything too scary and so if I sort of click through the trailers and things, then he's sort of like, has, he turns away just in case something comes up he didn't really want to see. Oh, okay. And Fair I enough. Can't, I can't just browse the kids section because then there'll be films, it'll be stuff that none of us really want to watch now because they've got that little bit older. So he's in that sort of, he's in that kind of middle space at the moment, that sort of in-between phase. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the autoplay is just annoying at that stage. But... 
Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I'd like things to sort of integrate into one one place a little bit more. I think it's nearly there. I mean, I look, I look at the services we've got, um, Amazon, Netflix, Disney. Also, being in the UK, uh, we watch quite a bit of BBC iPlayer because the BBC put out yep. some pretty good stuff. ITV Player. Channel 4's probably got one as well. All four, they call it now, yeah. And Channel 5, although Channel, I don't even know what Channel 5 is, but they've got one. And they all <laughs> integrate with the Apple TV app. Right. As does Disney, as does Amazon. Um, Netflix does not. So I feel like yep. all we need is for Netflix to do that. And then I can just basically live inside the Apple TV app. And I don't know if you remember, there was an Apple TV software update that as soon as you applied that update, the default behavior for the Apple TV was not to go to the the home screen where you get all the tiles of all the apps. Yep. It was if you press the home button on your remote, you went to the TV app. So that, to me, kind of tells you how serious they are about this TV app. And that was, it must have been over a year ago, at least. Um, I mean, obviously, I switched out of that mode because I found it frustrating because I still needed to pop into Netflix. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're just so nearly there to this kind of omnivorous app that can chew up all of these services and represent it all in quite a nice way. My only complaint besides Netflix is that you get quite a lot of the iTunes store appearing in there. Yep. In a world where everything is subscription, um, I kind of wish there was a mode where you could turn off anything that requires me to buy it because we've been caught out on a few occasions where we've seen something and thought, oh, that looks good, click on it takes you through to the detail screen and then it's like it's fifteen ninety nine to buy it and we're like what because <laughs> we've already kind of got a bit of subscription fatigue anyway um yep. yeah we've got netflix amazon and disney plus although disney plus maybe not for long so it feels like we're not going to pay almost as much again that we pay for all of our services just for one thing that seems sort of crazy in the world that we're in now yeah um, so yeah, I wish I wish there was a way we could kind of turn that off and just be like, just show me stuff I can stream for free that I'm already paying for. And I find the Amazon video app is a little bit on the edge in that sense as well, because you might find that you can have seasons one through four included in Prime, and then season five yep. isn't, and then it's like, please pay. And it's like, oh, I mean, just don't show me season five. That'd be the way to do it, because no. Netflix, if you can see it, you can play it. Yeah, that's and that's it. And there's never any like, oh, you need to pay an extra pound for this. It's like, you know, it's like a buffet. Just have at it. <laughs> but yeah, Amazon doesn't feel quite quite there in in that sense. I mean, I guess we should probably address what's been going on in the news with with Amazon and Apple this week because there's been, been some pretty serious news on that front in terms of how it works with the App Store and subscriptions and all of that fun yeah, stuff. Very much so. Yeah, where to, where to begin? It's it's quite complicated, isn't it? Actually, the the details of it. Uh, I don't know how much you've read into it. I, I, so I read it as it came up. Like it's kind of faded a little bit for for me with post concussion brain. Sure. Uh, <laughs> um, but it sort of seemed like you're gonna be able to to make purchases from the Apple TV that are actually routed through Amazon's fulfillment system and Amazon's payment system under certain circumstances. Correct. So if you already have Prime and you have a, obviously you have to have a card attached to your Amazon account in order to get a Prime account anyway. So if you've already got Prime, any rentals or purchases will now be processed by Amazon using your card on file with them, which means Apple don't get any cut of that 
there's you know none of that 70 30 split it's just that's all amazon's money now okay if you don't have prime but you do have an amazon account you can still purchase or rent movies via prime video but they'll be processed by apple as an in-app purchase therefore they get their cut holy shit okay excuse the language (laughs) (laughs) that's that's quite a big deal because that's uh, and again, I remember seeing at the time it was referred to as a reverse Netflix um, in terms of like the, the sort of situation Netflix used to have with people um, signing up and paying via um, it was an, an iTunes purchase, right? Or a, a subscription that was being fulfilled through that system. Yeah, and then Netflix um, pulled the plug. Yeah. Um, so again, I, I saw it referred to as a reverse Netflix. Uh, it kind of makes sense in terms of sort of describing what it is i mean that what what i just said there was just in the in the instance of you just want to rent a movie on a one-off you, know, you don't have prime yeah. but you've got an amazon account if you don't have prime and you think actually i'd quite like prime video um that is then treated if you sign up in the app on the apple tv or ios presumably that's treated as, yep. a, as an apple subscription just like any other Wow, okay, so you subscribe to Amazon Prime as an Apple subscription. Presumably Apple are then taking a bit of a cut for doing that, or there's some sort of arrangement across all of this. Yeah. But, um, but then you rent something. Where is it billed through? So if you were to set up a Prime Video subscription via the Apple TV app, or sorry, the Amazon yep. Prime Video app on the Apple TV, yep. um, that then gets set up as an Apple subscription, if you were to then go to Amazon.com in your browser and sign in, you will then have like an uh, like an edit in iTunes button, I think. And then you click the button <laughs> on Amazon's site and it will fire up iTunes and then it will be like any other, you know, how you manage your subscriptions through yeah. uh, like how, how we do it. Like if I want to cancel my Castro subscription or my so Overcast subscription. There. Yeah. And then, like I say, if you wanted to rent something one-off on top of that, I guess that's billed through iTunes as well. Well, I guess at that point you've then got an account, but no payment method on on yeah. Amazon side. So if you put a card on file, then I guess <laughs> it can route through Amazon. It's complicated, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but the cool thing is, if you subscribe on your Apple TV um, via the Amazon Prime app, that's that, that is still like a full. That's not just like an Apple subscription. Yeah, you yep. could go to your Android tablet and sign in with that. You could go to your web browser and, and it would be like you just signed up on Amazon. You still get the same rights. It's still fully cross-platform. It's not like an Apple Prime video account. Because it's still being billed for... Um, it's a normal account. It's just billed differently. It's just billed for Apple. And if you decide you yeah. want to go full Prime... So I'm just talking in the context of Prime Video, where you just get the video streaming, yep. which is like, oh, I don't know, 7 or $8 a month. If you want to go full-on Prime, where you get like the deliveries and the mm-hmm. music and all the other bells and whistles apparently you could have to you you can't do that through apple you have to go to amazon's website sign up in addition to the apple subscription you already have it, yep. will, it will then warn you that hey you're going to get charged for two subscriptions here and then you have to go and cancel the one of apple for the video okay so that's 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 a hard edge between their billing systems and the link up with apple yeah that's that yeah that's that's um because you can imagine you've, they've got their, um, just you know, pulling this into thin air, out of thin air, really. But they'll have their account system, and then their billing side of stuff, and then Apple's bit, if you like, is sort of inserted as a a, a fork 
mm. in terms of how stuff's built. And so that that end of it as well as that for that that wider prime sort of side of stuff, it's not linked in quite the same way. Yeah, um, which makes sense because you, uh, at that point, Apple is n- nowhere in that relationship in terms of like de- delivering physical goods to your door. Um, I guess if you were, you know, browsing stuff through the Apple TV app and ordering it, then I could sort of see that it might make sense for Apple to be sort of skimming a little bit of the the, the money there if you're able to sort of fulfill it as, as purchases from your screen there. Yeah. Um, for the wider Amazon store. Um, it's interesting. Um, it feels right, I, I think. It feels right if you are a... If you are an Apple user who is also an Amazon customer, it's the sort of integration that just sort of makes things kind of work. Yeah, and I, I think that's that's cool. Like from my point of view, um, I'm just going to fire up the app. I'm already signed into the app with my already existing Amazon account, and now I can just rent stuff and Amazon pays. I pay Amazon. That that seems fair yep. to me. Yeah, I mean, I was reading a lot of Gruber stuff when all this was unfolded. He did some really great articles about it. He pointed out that for a premium video provider to qualify for kind of this level of treatment, they have to follow some rules yeah. um, in the, their app. So the Amazon Prime Video app, uh, they have to support AirPlay 2. They have to support the Apple TV app. Um, if applicable, single sign-on. But I, I don't really see that here in the UK because I think that's more like a cable thing, isn't it? Single sign-on? Yeah, so it's like if you've got a cable subscription or something and through that cable subscription you're entitled to use various different uh i don't know like the discovery channel might have an app and national geographic might have an app and if that's all wrapped up in your cable subscription you just sign in once to the apple tv with your cable subscription and it unlocks all these apps that you're entitled to saves you saves you signing into like every single different channels app that's bundled (laughs) as part of your cable thing i think i mean this is like outside looking in here so don't take my word on this but and they also have to integrate like siri support as well so there's like a certain yep. level that the the video apps have to reach before they can get this uh this kind of preferential treatment um and this is all geared up towards integration yeah you know these are all things that, that integrate it with the, the the rest of the apple tv sort of subsystems again that makes sense uh that's that's a sort of the sort of partnership that I, I mean, I guess that's what they were asking for way back when at the beginning of the Apple TV, and that this was the sort of thing that was kind of rejected by by some of the big players as well. You know, I, mean, I remember it being reported at the time as uh, Apple had tried to sort of get all the cable companies in and get things sort of showing through their integrated app and get all these other sort of bigger players t- um, together. A lot of um, a lot of places, I think, walked away from Apple at that point for a variety of reasons you know, about sort of protecting their own brands and their own revenue, I think, primarily. Um, but it's interesting to sort of see stuff like this because this is kind of like a sort of um, turning the corner on that sort of several years later. You know, the more services do this sort of thing with Apple, the more we will approach that kind of unified single Apple TV app sort of experience as well for drawing on stuff and just having a fluidity across everything else i hope so yeah because i find that my habits is kind of like a bounce between amazon netflix amazon netflix just like if i'm going to load up the tv it's one of those two apps i go to first and if i don't find anything i want i go to the other one however yep. there's a load of quite good stuff like channel four they put out some quite interesting documentaries sometimes uh, the bbc again and again they've got a lot of original stuff they're 
they're pretty uh, on the ball. But I just yep. forget to go to their apps, and it's all kind of siloed away. And if I use the Apple TV app, quite often I'll be like, oh, oh, that looks cool. And I wouldn't have found it otherwise. So the the more the Apple TV app can do, the better, really, because that's kind of where I'd like to see this end. I do wonder, and I think Gruber mentioned this, whether what we're seeing here is a result of the kind of the land grab being over a little bit in that Amazon has maybe acquired the majority of the subscriptions it is going to acquire. Um, So like the curve is starting to level. So now perhaps they're kind of like, well, we've got the majority of it for ourselves and we're getting full top dollar for them for each subscription. Now, if we get some more through Apple and we have to pay them a cut, then that's maybe no bad thing because it's still extra subscriptions at the end of the day anyway. Um, Yeah. So I don't know whether that's maybe kind of softened their view on it a little bit perhaps. I'd love to know what rates Amazon are getting because surely they're not doing the 70-30 for the rentals no. and purchases and the 85-15 for the second year of a subscription. Surely, surely not. Well, I can't imagine they are at all. <laughs> there must be a deal, right? Yeah, there's got to be. But, uh, I don't know. I don't um, I don't dislike any of it. I think it's a, a, a good thing. Um, I... I personally minimise my exposure to Amazon, to, to be honest. So there's a lot in this that's really sort of not for me. Um, but I quite like the direction. Yeah. You know, and I, I sort of, I, I like to sort of hope that maybe we see this happen for more services. Um, I'm torn as to whether I want to see Netflix completely in the same fold or not, because I think there's been some benefits for for Netflix sort of going its own way at times. Um, just in terms of what you described before about it sort of being, you know, you're in Netflix and everything in there is um, consumable. Yeah. There's a comfort to that, isn't there? Yeah, there is. There really is. Um, and then if you're using it on um, on other devices and platforms and things as well, there's a comfort in the famili- familiarity of it. You know, I think broadly this sort of integration is, is a good thing and... The more services it can kind of do that on my Apple TV, the more useful it's going to be for me. Will this extend to the Apple TV app on other TVs and different platforms? <laughs> Remains to be seen, I guess. Um, I feel like I don't really get what's going on. Because you see like Samsung and LG are saying, oh, the Apple TV app's coming to our some of our older TVs, we're going to do a software update. And it's like, okay, so that's cool. So what does that mean? That means you can stream Apple TV Plus and have access to the sort of iTunes library of TV shows and movies. Yeah. Does that also mean then if you've got Amazon Prime Video on your LG Smart TV, does that then pipe through to the Apple TV app in the same way it does on the Apple TV? I would suspect not yet. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't really know the answers to this yet. Um, But then if that becomes a thing... That that that's would be quite a um, quite a big deal because you'd be talking about integration on a platform that's outside of of Apple's main ecosystem. Hmm. Um, that be that would be quite a lot of effort <laughs> in terms of sort of development and making that happen because yeah, it's not where they're focused at all. There'd be something to watch out for though. Like if that if that happens, that sort of signifies um, uh, quite a bit about what's important to Apple. Um, just in terms of like whether those that that sort of integration and partnership is important enough to put that weight um, onto other platforms, like I say, I suspect at the moment it's it's a no, but it, it could be something they look at later on. 
Yeah, I feel like this is one way that the Apple TV could offer some value where others can't. Yeah. Because Apple have got the kind of the boardroom leverage, if you like. They, they can get Amazon and Netflix in a boardroom and have a discussion. They've, they've got that weight behind them. Um, and if that then translates into their Apple TV box, having a sort of omnivorous app that can integrate with these huge players in video streaming, um, that's in a pretty big benefit as to why you might consider an Apple TV over something else, because maybe something else is just you have the individual provider's apps and you just have to bounce between them and you stand the chance of missing something. That's what that's what bothers me. I don't have the energy or kind of mental capacity when I'm in TV watching mode to keep track of what's on what service and what might I want to watch on this one and what might I want to watch on that one and should I go and just discover things? Should I just go and have a look, see what there is on Amazon and then go and have a look and see what there is on Netflix? Sort of like research mode, like what am I going to watch next? It'd be great if yep. it just all came into the Apple TV app and it was like, here's the best things from Netflix, here's the best things from Amazon. Oh, and you also might like from a variety of providers, this, 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 and this. That's yep. that's value. And without something like that, recently even I've been questioning, like, what is the Apple TV doing? Why is it over £100 to buy one? I know the remote's yep. a bit funky, but while it is funky and probably costs a lot to make, it's not very effective. Um, yep. You look at any smart TV, they've basically got tiles on the screen, just like the Apple TV has, and you load up the Amazon app and it... It's still just as terrible on another TV as it is on the Apple TV. <laughs> I'm sure Netflix is as well for in the same ways. Yeah, I mean, Netflix yeah. is quite good at abiding by... It feels more Apple TV-ish than Amazon's. I think Amazon's is like a yeah, kind true. of open GL thing that is made to look a bit like Apple stuff, but ultimately it just behaves yes. weirdly. Um, it I feels, suspect so, yeah. I, I don't know what Netflix are doing under the hood, but it feels like they're maybe using at least some of Apple TV's or TVOS's APIs at least. I, yeah, I don't know. But Amazon just feels horrible. But at least it's horrible everywhere, so there is that. <laughs> yeah, be interesting to see how it unfolds. I like, I'm hoping this is like sort of cracking open the door a bit to the same thing happening for Netflix. Surely going to take a while, because I get, I get the impression Netflix are very stubborn about wanting complete control. Almost in the same way yeah. that Apple is very stubborn about wanting complete control, and then you kind of have like two entities with very similar viewpoints on wanting complete control and it's almost like that's going to be hard to reach a deal isn't it yeah and i think that's where things fell apart before yeah um but yeah i, I i'd be interested to see it and and it would change how i use my apple tv for sure be interesting to see what comes with hardware as well because i keep hearing rumblings of new apple tv hardware but I don't, I don't really know what they would do to it besides just put in the new a12 or, or whatever in it you know um yeah I can't see anything they would do besides changing the remote that would make me rush out and buy one. No, they could change the remote independently of updating the uh, the main box. Oh, I know, but you might as, as well, well probably buy the Apple TV for the cost of the remote. I think currently, if you <laughs> break your current remote, it's like £80 for a new one. That's ridiculous. It really yeah. is. It is somewhat, isn't it? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, this is all very interesting. It's all um, all a step in the right direction. And like you say... Even if you're not into Amazon, you can still kind of applaud the direction, I think, that they've taken. Uh, yeah, for sure. Who knows? This could, like, roll out to things like Spotify, things like that. I'd appreciate that. Yeah. I'd appreciate <laughs> a decent Spotify experience on the TV, even. Yeah, well, and on iOS, for that matter, I suppose, in terms of the, yeah. the way you get subscriptions. I'm guessing you still have to sign up at spotify.com and then sign into your account. Yeah. Yeah. So just 
removing those hard edges, um, yeah, that'll go a long way, I think. 